Hey, Tell Diva, what's going on? What's happening? Happy Sunday. Yes, yes. We got another episode of the Aftermath on the air. And, um, you know, as usual, we got a, a great guest today. So we are checking in with Rose Thornberry, a great R&B singer out of Detroit. She just dropped an EP called Mango Juice. We're going to talk to her all Ooh. about that, get all into it. So let's not waste any time. Let's uh, let's bring her in and let's talk to Rose. But again, you know, thank you for, you know, taking the time to come to talk to us and everything. You know, we appreciate the time today. So, all right. So I wanted to, I guess, start from the beginning with you, with your singing. So mm -hmm. did you always have like a passion for music from a young age or was this something that you picked up as you grew up? And was there something else that you wanted to do? And then music just came through and said, you know what? No, you're not doing that. This is what you want to do. So, yeah, um, ever since I can remember, my mom used to make fun of me because every single commercial that would come on, I would memorize it and sing it like the same commercials. And <laughs> I would just try to memorize any song I could sing whenever I could. So I really have loved music since like a very young age. I can't even remember when I wasn't singing because I grew up like different from other kids like I thought differently I acted differently it wasn't like extreme but it was like enough to not be in the popular group you know so I really looked yeah. at music as like an outlet to be something that I understood and understood me um, and then I actually graduated from University of Detroit Mercy for architecture so wow that's so different so architecture and design were my big things growing up, but singing was always there. I just had really bad stage fright when I was a teenager. So I was like, hmm, I don't know if this is going to work out. So I guess I'll just go to, you know, the safe option, what my parents were telling me and all of that. So I was, I was taking the safe option. And then in, in college is when I actually started thinking like, this is something I want to do. This is something that makes me happy all the time. So I'm still doing architectural design. I'm an architectural designer now and I'm doing this singing as well. So, yeah. Man, that, is, that is interesting. So we go from being an architect, to, you know, to, to singing, you know, that is, mm -hmm. that is very, super interesting. To be honest, the two fields are very alike. It, you may not think it, but the two, the two fields are very alike. If you think. I can see that the, the way you have to be creative um, and translate from an art perspective um, to connect with people, I think is very similar. Right. And in my opinion. Your work, basically. You have to put your work out there to be critiqued and to be unfolded, basically. So. Right. I think it's still being an artist. I just think it's in a different form. Exactly. You get it. Oh, that's, a good exactly. that's a good explanation on that. So, Rosa, we, we mentioned about your music and then you talked about your other, I guess you call it professional career or career that you had from going to school. So you got this Mango Juice EP that just came out a few days ago. Now, I got to tell you, I'm be honest, it's been on repeat for me. I've been, really? I've been checking it out. Yes. That's awesome. It's very chill. I like the vibe of the whole thing. So, and I've been, I've been telling folks, hey, if you're looking for something that's good to listen to, you might want to check this out. So, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Yes. So, Mango Juice. That's an interesting title. It's one really you can't forget because it's interesting. True. <laughs> so, what's the, what's the reason behind that title and does, does it follow a theme for you? So, I'm glad you asked that, actually. Um, 
because it goes into depth. So basically, if anyone knows me, knows that I love mangoes and it's my favorite fruit of all time. Um, but with doing this sexual EP, because I knew it was going to be a sexual EP from the beginning, because I had come out with a single pressure and then I wanted it to become like the whole EP, like the whole EP be uh, sexual and creatively sexual. So um, basically, fruit gets compared to sexual things on a daily basis, like all the time, body parts, sexual acts, stuff like that. Um, so I wanted to think of a juice or a, a fruit that isn't really compared to sexual things very often, but could be very well like insinuating something sexual, but also something not sexual. So I wanted it to be some, kind of like a unique way of introducing people to something that might be sexual, but also could be something, you know, like island vibe or also something just, you know, up, upbeat, something like that. Mm -hmm. And also each track of the um, actual EP is, a pro is the process of making mango juice. So it's like sweet is like when you first cut into the mango and you have like that first bite because everyone has a bite of mango or like fruit when they're first cutting it. And then freshly cut is when you're cutting it. And then pressure is when you're putting the pressure actually to make the juice. And then mango juice is when it's actually made. And then that's when you're tasting it is tasted. So- Oh, and, that's really good. And each, each single, um, each track is like more and more confidence in the woman in particular when she um, is actually telling this person what she wants sexually. Um, so it's basically like a gradual shift for confidence and also making the juice itself. So they like mesh together. So yeah. There it is. It's architecture. Lot, <laughs> it's, there's the architecture, See? the building, the formation. The design, the she artwork. <laughs> From yes, the beginning she, of the blueprint all the way to the unveiling of the artwork. So I she, she explained it perfectly. So <laughs> again, we're talking to Rose Thornberry. All right. She's got an EP out right now called Mango Juice. It's on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, Deezer, wherever you stream your music, you can find it. All right. She's on Instagram at underscore Rose Thornberry. And you can find her link tree. So that's link tree and it's backslash underscore, oh, I'm sorry, Rose underscore Thornberry. ATL Diva, you have something for Miss Rose Thornberry. Yes, I do. So when I was listening to um, the, the tracks, because there's like five of them that were really great, I really liked the beat in the background and the vibe that it created. So how did you go about selecting um, the beats in the background to really set the mood for what you were trying to convey to your audience. So, so I love just going on YouTube and searching for days for beats. Um, but I had a specific um, sound in mind for this EP. I wanted it to be like instrumentals that wouldn't not necessarily be turned into like a sexual song, but I wanted them to be catchy enough where people could get up and dance no matter what the lyrics were. Um, mm -hmm. You could see that, especially with mango juice. It's like, it's very upbeat and sweet too. They're very upbeat and they're like, you're able to just dance to them no matter what you're, the person's saying. So I wanted them to be upbeat. I wanted them to also be unique, like have like a something quirky about something in the background, like tasted, especially. It's like very, it's very unique type of beat, like quirky. So I was looking for things that were upbeat, unique, but still catchy enough where people could, you know, just 
get up and dance. I love dancing. So I want other people to dance to my music. <laughs> I know, especially women. Like when we vibe to a song, the one thing we love even more is when we have these private dance parties by ourselves or with no. our friends or, you know what I mean? Like yes. <laughs> 16 is like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, you know, you're probably, a, checking your, you're probably checking yourself out in the mirror, you know, seeing some oh, things, you know. You know. Hello. <laughs> I mean, we do it before we get ready to go out sometimes. Like, you know, that's like a gonna, ritual thing. You got yes, it. Like you go need out. to listen to music to like do your makeup and put you on your move. dress. And if you like it, especially if you've been to go see somebody who's about to appreciate that outfit. Oh, so, yeah. uh, see? <laughs> so are you going to make a music video for any of these? Because I think that would be awesome if you are. Yes. I am going to make, I'm not going to say which tracks, but I am going to make oh, for two of them, two of the okay. songs. Um, and yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be good. They're going to be really so, good. So what is the time frame? Do you think these will be released? If you can um, tell us like an idea of what you want. By May. Really? Yeah, they're both going to be out by, by May. Yeah, I already have one scheduled nice. for the end of April and then... Um, the other one I'm probably going to do at the beginning of May. So it'll be out by May. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you have to come back and like reveal your video mm -hmm. with us when you're ready. Let us know when it's going to drop and we would I love will. to help promote that. Yeah, I'm excited. Look. If, have, you, have you thought about um, as you start releasing your music, like, is there anyone in your mind that you're like, I would really like to work with them? Janae Aiko. Yes, she is like my favorite person <laughs> in the world. I listen to her album, I swear to God, every day. Um, what's your favorite album from her? Oh God, that's so... Oh. It is hard, right? I've listened to her since her beginning, but honestly, Chilambo is my favorite because of how... Yes how she incorporated sound bowls and yes like, and had like each key open up a certain chakra in your body yes mm -hmm. the what the amount of thought that that woman put into that album if she doesn't yeah. win oh my gosh but i know yeah chalambo i mean i mean i don't think there's any song by her i don't like but that is true but chalambo is my favorite for sure I like Sail Dowd. I like, um, I do listen to Chilombo every day, especially because her, she's not a person who like screams a uh, woman empowerment in a way, but like, as you were talking about like women's confidence and moving through each um, track, she gets stronger as a person. Mm -hmm. I think um, Jenny Aiko does the same thing in some of her tracks and with her lyrics and everything. So I'm very excited about your work and um, I definitely look forward to the videos. 16, do you have any more questions that you want to ask? I, I sure do. I sure do. And you can see the, the the influence that you could tell that you're a fan, but you're not copycat. You've made, you, you've taken like the things that you like about her, but you made them your own with your own Absolutely. signature sound. So, That's my know. girl, for real. I, she makes me feel so many things I don't want to feel. <laughs> no, that's good. All of us, you know, with music, you know, you have artists like that that just, you know, some of them, they touch you in a way where no one else is like, you know, that part is guarded. They can only, that's that's the only artist that can get to you in that way. Exactly. Now, Absolutely. I wanted, to, I wanted to sort of piggyback on what Diva was talking about as far as, you know, asking you who that you want to work with. So 
I got an interesting question for you where we're talking about building since you're an architect, that if we're doing a, you know, balancing blueprinting the perfect R&B singer, let's say, and we're building it from stage presence, vocals, charisma, all those things, what would you take from artists that you admire to create, create this perfect singer? Oh, wow. Honestly, you want to know something? My influences most of the time, there's some R&B artists, but a lot of the time my influences come from like very retro artists. Cause that's honestly like where I see the most energy, I guess mm -hmm. you could say. Um, so I get a lot of the energy on stage, I guess you could say. Hmm. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. Um, let's see. And then as far as vocal wise, I would have to say, hmm. I look at Gwen McRae a lot, have you heard of her? Um, and then also, of course, Aretha Franklin. Um, let's see. I look at so many artists, it's hard to pick which ones. And then let's see. As far as- I like it when I get a, a good, you know, when I see you, you know, the, the gear spinning, those are the yeah. type of questions where, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I just never had a question asked like this. This is interesting. I'm like really thinking, cause I, I literally look at so many artists on a daily basis. As far as modern vocals, I would say her. Hers vocals are yeah. yes, um, and her mm -hmm. live performances are she just like captivates artists. So in a modern sense, her is definitely like vocal wise and stage presence. Um, I mean Prince as well, as far as like just stage presence. His yeah. his stage presence was crazy. Michael Jackson, of course. Um, there's like the list could go on and on. It's hard to like just pick particular ones because I'm influenced by like every type of music. So it's like, I could pick rock, I could pick R&B, I could pick pop. It really, it's just like, it's hard to pick which ones. So. I, that is true, but I definitely notice there's a theme to the people who inspire you. And I would just say, I think all of those people that you name, even though they're from different genres, there's this freeness or free spiritness about all of those people because they basically really, really are in their own lane as far as there's no artist that's like them. Mm -hmm. So I definitely see like that free spiritness, do what I want to do and just go from there because not one person did you name is a cookie cut artist. So mm -hmm. that I really can see like, okay, she's for real about her music. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think I'll ever be... Because for me, when making music, I want the lyrics and the music to coexist together and not just yes. have like a catchy beat and no depth to the lyrics. Like I've been writing poetry since I was like 10 years old. So I'm a poet before I'm actually a lyricist. So it's like, I'm very descriptive in what I write. And it's sometimes hard for me to like compress it down to something that's more catchy. So I, I really look at like the lyrics, the instrumental and how it's delivered because that's really important absolutely those are the things that you know um tell the story set the mood and then translate 
the experience of the song. And I think that's very important. I do think that has been lost briefly um, as music shifted. Like, I don't know, 16, what would you say, like, R&B-wise, like... R&B has been... Honestly, it's getting back, though. It's getting Yeah, back. that's what I was going to say. It's coming back. Yeah, like Lucky yeah. Day, um, Masego, who else? Um, I think his name's Jivion or Givian or whatever. Um, it's just like they're showing more depth in the R&B, but R&B used to be like, for a long time, it was just like catchy vibes. Like it was just like something catchy that you could- It was so temporary and not emotional. Yes. Like, you know yes. what I mean? Like, it was just like, people were just saying things, but like, we used to really go to a song to say what we feel without actually saying it. And I think that, you know, artists, are getting the opportunity, I think, especially through being independent to just put out their work. And I think their audiences are appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Rose, I have a a question for you as it concerns, it's still your career, but, you know, in every endeavor, you know, you have a team and you got a support group. So who are the people who push you and motivate you? Even on those days when you're like, you know what? not feeling this and you have that one family member that one friend that gives you that kick that you need to keep you moving that's a good question so i'm very um to myself type of person but i do have that close-knit people i do doubt myself sometimes um right now i'm kind of in a high because i doubted myself for so long that i'm kind of confident very confident in myself but i do have my days where i like i'm just like dang why do I sound like this or something like that? And I usually hit up my friends that I've known since I was 13 years old, or I just go and give my mom a hug. And I don't say anything and it gives me enough, like, you know, of a reboot. To Absolutely. Just I don't know, something about a mom's hug. When my yes. mom gives me a hug, I just feel <laughs> so much better. It can um, either make you or break you, right? It's like if you... <laughs> I also have like my music friends that I go to most of the time just because they understand the most, like the pressure and like the type mm-hmm. of um, drain type of personality you could get or like energy wise, how drained you can be. Um, so I go to them a lot, but yeah, usually it's just like a select few friends and my mom. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> nice, because we all need that that team and that support to help you know, push you yeah. through because every day is not going to be your, you know, your best day. So you might need them words of encouragement. Exactly. Yeah. No one's, no one's going to be a hundred percent every day. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. No. Well, well, piggybacking off of M16's question, um, do you have a process? We love to ask people this because it's always so different for every artist. Like, do you have a process that you have for writing or do you just kind of like, channel a vibe and it comes to you like what what's your process so my process changes but most of the time I first just listen to the beat like a million times until like I I have it memorized in my head basically like I'm feeling it all through my body um and then I just start writing basically just writing what I feel from that beat And then I put that writing away and then I just start freestyling. And then from the freestyling, I put the two together, like the writing and the freestyle to like hone in on an actual, um, 
like lyric structure, I guess you could say. But first and foremost, I just memorized the beat. <laughs> that is pretty dope. 16, that's the first one, right? Yeah, but see, the thing is, is that, you know, when you're in your, in your vibe, as far as writing, everybody has, you know, from speaking to artists, that they have their certain vibe, a time of day, a certain area yeah. where you want to sit down, or a routine, things of that nature. So no, I that's- I really don't have, every everywhere I've written has been completely different. Sometimes in my car, sometimes in my room, sometimes it's in, on like a, in a parking lot. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I don't know. It's just, I feel like when I create, I'm a, I'm the type of person where I don't like routine things. So it's like, mm -hmm. I can't really write in a routine way because it doesn't feel natural to me, I guess you could say. So like I write it when I feel it, if that makes sense. That's the Absolutely. free spirit part. That's what, yeah. what we were talking about earlier about the free spirit part. Rose is like, look, I do it when I feel like it, when I want to, when I'm in that vibe. Otherwise mm -hmm. it's not authentic. Cause when right. I've, I've noticed when I force it, it's, I don't like it. I, yeah. It doesn't feel right to me. It's not my best work. It's, it's just not worth like forcing it out of me. And mm -hmm. I always want to write. So it's not like I'm not naturally um, into it. It's just sometimes there are those times where someone tries to get something out of me, like force it out of me. I'm just like, no, <laughs> it's not going to, it's not going to be yeah. what you want. So I'm not going to do it right now. So yeah, that's that's basically the process I go through. <laughs> so I got another one of my questions in parts here. I'm gonna try to. I, I I'm not gonna say I had you stumped before, but I really had you, you know, thinking about it here. So I, <laughs> I I wasn't stumped, but I definitely was like trying to think about because I I never thought of that before. Like, huh, what really inspires me in each part? <laughs> so with this one, I want to know like. Which do you enjoy more? So is it the writing process, recording in the studio or performing when you're on stage? Which one of those really is your favorite? Oh, wow. Definitely the writing. The writing. Because I'm a very visual person. So when I'm writing, I'm already visualizing what it would look like on stage, what it would sound like, what the music video would look like, all of that. Like I'm starting to visualize that right when I'm hearing the beat and then it continues while I'm writing. So like that whole process is my favorite part because then I start to see it in my head and it comes a picture to me. So yeah, definitely the writing process. <laughs> really? Mm -hmm. Okay, because I was gonna say just based on our conversation and even where you are right now, I I, I, I thought you would say that you would like the studio as far as- Well, I have out. my own home studio. So basically it's like the same thing. Like if I'm writing, then I'm going right to my studio. So I do like the studio process. Um, like I love it, especially, but it's just the idea of like actually starting it is what I like and like getting to that point where I'm, cause when I'm writing, I feel the emotions. I'm a very emotional uh, writer. So I'm like, I'm feeling every lyric that I'm writing. So like, I feel most connected to it when I'm writing it down. Cause I write on pen and paper when I'm writing. So I don't write on my phone or anything like that. So I feel very connected to it. Mm -hmm. um, so when it start when I start writing, I feel the most emotion. I feel the most like awakening in in my in my being and soul. So yeah, that's why it's the most. Um, I guess you could say like go. It's my favorite. Let's just say yeah. Nice. 
I know I got a couple of more for you, but I want to pass it to D. But we got a couple more, and then we got a game that we like to play with our our guests to a little word game. But uh, okay. D, you got something else for Rose? Uh, yeah, I have a, a question. So we talked about um, emotionally connecting to our audience and just kind of like having your artwork like translate. Have you had the opportunity to have like a fan moment where someone was able to share with you like how your work has affected them mm -hmm. um, and how they like connected to you? Um, and can you tell us what that was like? Because I know you said that you doubted yourself for a long time, but like you're riding this high and you have a lot of confidence. Mm -hmm. Like, um, have you had that experience? And if so, what was that like? So yeah, I had, I always get so happy when it happens because I'm just like, wow, like it's actually someone else is feeling the way I felt and it's helping them. Um, but I got a DM uh, from a girl and she was just saying how one of my earlier songs, um, it was called Favorite Song, um, is my first song I ever dropped. And she was saying how it helped her through a day that she like basically work was terrible. She almost got into a car accident, all of this. And it, it helped her because of the song right after, like right when she got home and like turned on. And she said it helped her through that rough day. It helped her get through it. And her mood was completely switched afterwards. And I was just like, that makes me so happy. <laughs> like oh, this one song like, can help you. Like I'll never not be happy by that. Like that makes me so happy. That's my goal is to make other people feel better make people feel more uplifted more confident whatever they're doing because it, at the end of the day that's what music should do it should make you feel something that really moves mm -hmm. you in a way that it shifts your mood or it shifts the way you're you're thinking or the way you're feeling basically so yeah Absolutely. that was one occasion <laughs> and that's that's what it's about right there that's that's really how you know that you are doing something important and that the world needs you to um you know share your gift exactly 16 your next question i know he's like he's like he's so excited he's i know <laughs> yes he, look he may not wanna... look excited but he is excited <laughs> yeah, the, the answers that she given this is what you want when you're talking to somebody they're not close-ended they're you know she's giving these elaborated yeah uh, elaborate answers and that's what you want I'm not a surface level person. I never have been. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a it's a beautiful thing. So, um, as far as like your career, do you see yourself as a career artist, or do you see yourself at some point? You may be doing this already, becoming a mentor to some other artists, and then also, do you see yourself doing things outside the music industry? Like, you know, you may want to pick up acting or writing scripts or things like that. So, how, where do you see that going? All of the above. So right now I'm focusing on my my you know own career, but I always I'm very much like a I like to help people and aid people. So I always if someone needs like a talk, like someone needs to rant about how they're feeling about music and they need like assistance on something like that, or someone need does can't afford studio time or something like that, they can come to my home studio and record. Or if they just need help with something, like I'm always gonna stretch out a hand for that. That's just the type of person I am. And as far as acting, I've always wanted to act. Like that's one of my, I don't know. I'm like a very- I can see that. Yeah, I'm a very theatrical that. person. Um, <laughs> can 
can ask my parents, you can ask my, <laughs> my old principals <laughs> in my old schools and everything. I'm a very theatrical person. Um, as I grew up though, I became more selective with my theatrical side, like really showing like my, you know, out there side. But um, yeah, I love acting. I love the actual art of acting, how people can become so emotional on command like that. I think that's amazing. So I would love to like Absolutely. That and learn that one day, like way more. Um, so yeah, all of the above for that one. <laughs> you said you like writing and writing is where you, you know, is your favorite part of the process. Do you think you would be open to writing for other artists? Yeah. Or would you like to just write for yourself? No, I would love to write for other artists. That'd be fun. I think that'd be cool to collaborate with other artists and like, cause I know I heard, um, one of Lizzo's processes to her songs where she was literally just sitting on a couch and the songwriter was like working like a like a psychologist or like a therapist yeah uh-huh just just like just having a whole conversation with yeah. her and it turned into a song yeah so I think that'd be really cool to do so yeah I'm, that I'm is pretty that, dope sure. mm-hmm. all right and I'm sure that you'd be great at all though so <laughs> you know all right so this last one here before we get into our game here is that I know throughout the conversation we mentioned about, you know, where we could find you online and everything and mm-hmm. projects that you have out. So if we missed anything, can you just go ahead and drop that in there as far as social media, website, any, anything else that we might have not gotten a hold to? Um, I'm not sure everything you mentioned, but I am on Facebook as Rose Thornberry. I'm on Instagram as underscore Rose Thornberry. Um, I'm on YouTube, Rose Thornberry. It's really like most, some artists have like different names for each social media, but mine are all the same. Um, Thank God. Artist, I know. <laughs> well, no, art, no other artist is named Rose Thornberry, so it's easy. Um, no. Because no, no other artist is like Rose Thornberry. That's exactly. Why. But um, yeah, I'm on all streaming platforms. I have a couple music videos out on YouTube as well. Um, oh yay. Yeah, so yeah, just I would say stay tuned to for more music. So yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I think you mentioned all the other stream. I think you even mentioned my link tree, which is actually really sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We gotta we gotta uh, put it out there because people need to be checking you out for sure. They need to be listening to that. Like I said, that uh, EP was on was on repeat for me this weekend. So just so you know. <laughs> all right. So We've been, you know, we've, we've gotten into, you know, your artistry and we've talked, but now we're going to do a trademark around here and that's be silly because we're not always buttoned up all the time. So we're going to get a little silly right. here. So we've got this um, game that we play with our guests. It's called Don't At Me. So my co-hosts make fun of me, Rose, because they say I do a bad job of explaining it. But the last, I don't know, three or four <laughs> interviews, I explained it correctly. So I'm on the street. So let me see if I can keep this going. So I'm going to ask you a few questions sort of rapid fire and the example would be like all right rose do you like coke or pepsi and if it's pepsi you would say pepsi and then you say don't at me afterwards like like you would tell somebody on social media like look that's my opinion don't at me so that's what that basically okay there's another uh see david there's another one i'm gonna start just putting these (laughs) clips like i explained it perfect but um We're going to see, because people are always like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then they go, wait, what? I don't, I'm, I don't know. Why am I saying? <laughs> it seems simple, but you never know. Well, yeah. he, listen, throughout our bullying, he has gotten better. So, 
it wasn't exactly that clear always. It was just kind of like, wait, why? Why is it? They want to treat me like, you know, the court jester, like I'm the town fool, but it's okay. I'll, I'll be that. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's just a, it's just kind of like I said what I said, like, don't come for me kind of thing, but like, you know. Yep. All right. Got it. Okay. All right. So let's get into the first one here. All right. So is it okay for your food to touch? Yes or no? Yes. Don't add me. She got it right, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Diva? Is it okay for your food to touch, or do you like you got it? Sec- you got you try to section it off. Is it okay for your food to touch? You're real picky, so it might be. I know. I really don't like my food to touch unless I mix certain things on purpose. So yeah, I don't really prefer my food to touch. Don't at me. Yeah, I don't care either way. I don't really think about it. Yeah, it's all to me. You know, as much as I'm shoveling in my face, you know, it's like it's all going to the same spot. So no need to section it off. You know. I don't need to have like, my I don't I don't like like you know how some vegetables or whatever may have more juice like collard greens or kale or something. Yeah. I don't want the juice running through my mac and cheese or whatever. So okay, just put it in a separate Do you I see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's no, or if you have like bread on your plate and like it gets soggy, like no, don't I don't want it to touch. I see oh my God. 16. Diva. Diva, do you eat <laughs> do you eat do you eat pizza with a fork and knife? It sounds like that's something that you might do. It depends on how many toppings is on the pizza. Oh my gosh, we can't, we can't start with you in this whole food thing. We, we'll table that for another time. Okay, so first of all, pause, Rose. Listen, don't let him fool you. We had a whole show where he and I had to go head to head because he's just as picky as me, so. But right, my he's quiet, he's, he's quiet now. But okay, next question. Let's next keep question. it moving, please. All right, so. <laughs> Rose, <laughs> what, what's, what's your favorite way to travel? Take a flight or a road trip? Oh. Road trip, don't at me. Really? Yeah. Something about just like, so planes are cool and everything like that. Like I love, cause then you can go longer distance and stuff, but something about the experience of the road trip and I love driving and just listening to music. So, and I like being in control of where I'm at and not, you know, a yes. passenger on a plane. Um, and also with road trips, you can stop along the way. You can go see places you wouldn't have thought you would see. So, mm-hmm. and you feel more connected to the actual journey than you do when you're on a plane. So, definitely road trip. Nice. Diva, what about you? See, there, there she go being deep in everything. I, <laughs> yes. you know, I, I love a good flight, but I will say, based on everything she said, I feel the same. So, a road trip, done at me. Okay. Now, see, I know we only do the word of the week on the show we do during the week, but if we had a theme for this one with Rose, it would be elaborate. That would be the word of the week with her. <laughs> elaborate. I may still even put it in there, too. But um, We're going to put it, like, right here. Right here. But, yeah, for, for me, um, it's definitely a flight. Um, it just takes less time to get to where you're going to, so it's more time to do what you're doing while you're in there. So... It, for me, it would be a flight. All right. All right, Rose, here's the next one. Is it pronounced theater or theater? Theater, don't at me. Theater? Yes. <laughs> Listen, no. we've been on theater. A lot yo, of we from people, the, yo, and we it's from so the, annoying. We from the South. 
Yeah, we from the South, so you know, we down here folks to do that. Theater. Listen, I yeah. am a Georgia peach. I am a Southern girl, but it's theater. Don't at me. <laughs> it's facts. Christ. It's unanimous. It's theater. But you will hear out here, you know, we out here in Atlanta, so you theater. will hear that theater. You will hear it. The Fox Theater, like it's Fox Theater. Let's let's get that correct. Oh my gosh, I'm happy you Rose, guys agree. <laughs> yes, Rose is like, what? She's like, what kind of country mess is that? But it's it's for real. It low key makes sense though with the way the wording is, like the letters. I don't know exactly. Which is so messed up, but no theater. <laughs> yes, thank facts. you. All right, next one: pancakes or French toast. <gasps> so fun fact. I'm a vegan, so I cannot have either. But when I wasn't, oh God, this is so hard. So fun fact about me, when I was younger, I made songs about pancakes. But, but, um, I'm gonna say pancakes because I love, I used to love banana chocolate chip pancakes. Those used to be my favorite. Oh, wow. That actually sounds good. So good. So good. Huh. Pancakes, don't at me. Nice. Diva, <laughs> with your picky self, what is it? What's it, what's it for you? I just like French toast. The art of how you can just do so much with yeah. it. Um, and I can super make bougie of French toast, so don't at me. I bet you could. I, oh, <laughs> man. Awesome. Oh, she got the... She got the bougie part down to a science. Um, Ain't no, hey, uh, nothing wrong with being bougie. That just means you're- Hey, you just got stand. Thank you. Yeah. I See, I knew this interview was amazing. <laughs> it it is, and there's, so no, there's nothing wrong with being bourgeois. It's all good. Exactly. It's part of your charm. All right, for me, um, I don't know. I could cheat the game since I came up with it and just say both, but- <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's French toast for me. I've had this, um, like, I don't know, kind of obsession with it over the last, like, four or five years where I've kind of turned to French toast. I like the whole, you put fruit on. I know you put fruit on pancakes, but it's something about the French toast. When it's done correctly, that's perfect. You guys remember those French toast sticks? Yes. Those were my Like favorite. in school? Like the yeah. little, the little long, like, yeah. Yes, and you dip the them in the syrup. Yep. Yep. Oh yes. my God. Like as a kid, you do almost anything for those things. Like, yeah, I love those. Oh my god! No, that's nice. No, those those are good. All right, so we got the last one here for you, Rose, and this one I I can't wait to hear the answer from this one. Oh jeez. All right. (laughs) So when (laughs) when you're on an elevator and you see somebody coming, do you hold that door open or you start pressing that closed door button as fast as you can? You know, we got the Rona going on and everything. I would love to hear yeah, this. Yeah, so now I would probably close it, but before I would definitely keep it open. Now I just like, oh, I haven't been in an elevator for real. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I would keep it open. I would feel bad. I would keep it open because like they got to go somewhere too. And like, if I don't, if I don't keep it open for them, then I'm going to get karma. I feel like. She's, she's, she's <laughs> sweet. She's so nice. Aww. Diva, are you as nice as Rose is? 
what's today? Sunday? Maybe. Yes, today Sunday. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> look, my my hope my open or close is based on my mood. That's so exactly, exactly. I ain't gonna lie, like as I've gotten older, I be hitting the close button because I just don't want to be bothered. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I used to care about being nice and stuff. Now, whatever. Like, it's gonna hit the close button. Don't at me. You just better hurry up and stick your foot in there or something. But I don't see you, like, because I be sliding in the corner so, like, I don't have to make eye contact when I hit the close. Oh. <laughs> Has it ever happened to you where you made eye, eye contact with the person while you were closing it? And I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Or which button is this? I don't know. Yeah, just pretend you can't figure out which the button is. And then they'd be like, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, pretty <terrible>. much. <laughs> they catch the next one. There's like four elevators on this hallway. That's They'll true. Live. It depends on the amount of elevators, too. If there's like six elevators, then yeah. But if it's the only elevator in the building, I'm going to, I'll hold it. And it sucks because it's always the slow elevator that took you 10 minutes to get. And I'm like, oh, well, you should have yeah. been quicker than that. Sorry. Uh, all right. So for me, um, elevator, somebody coming. Um, I would actually break my hand hitting the close button if I can get that time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to close that thing as fast as I can. That's pre-Rona, post-Rona, during the Rona. I'm pressing that thing as fast as I can to get that thing closed. <laughs> and I might do the thing that she said, Rose, where I'm like, sorry, my bad. I didn't know which button it was while I'm closing. Did not mean while I'm it at that. all. Did not mean it at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I swear, I'm not a bad person. But don't at me on that one. I'm closing that door big time. Yeah. Some people like their space. I get it. Yeah, they, they can wait. Take the stairs or something. Maybe they need to exercise. Cause I'm like, why are people so <laughs> awkward in elevators? Maybe they, they might not. Maybe they hey, might need the exercise. Take the stairs. They do. I used to take the stairs when I worked in corporate, and I took the stairs eleven flights every day. And then one, and people used to kind of make fun of me about it, like, "Oh, there she goes taking the stairs, right?" And then we literally had a bomb threat at work, and everybody had to leave on the stairs. Guess who could go down the stairs? And guess how many people were like that we were, were walking for our lives. They're pausing on the stairs. They breathing heavy. Going down the stairs? They're going down the stairs. People could not go down the stairs. And I was just like, oh God, y'all should not I understand going up, but going down, it should be easy. I had to be like, excuse me, excuse me, because they were just like out of breath and everything. And this is fat, skinny and everything. It didn't matter. These people were struggling. (laughs) See, that was my service to society. By closing that elevator door, I was helping get somebody in shape to get ready for that fire drill. So in that case, I'm a hero. Not you justifying it. Yes, I'm justifying it. So now you should just find another horrible jersey to put on the back of the wall. You you knocked that off. You knocked that off right now. But I tell you, somebody who is a hero, that's Rose Thornberry for playing Don't Ask Me with us. She got the game. She's going to get the high bunch of applause on that one. Good job, Anna. Yes. And explaining it. Ah, I'm going to cut that up and replay that over and yes. over. Great job on yes. explaining it. When the 
sun goes down, it's that time of the night Look you up and down and when I see her light I'm trying to see you in between these lights Look you left and right and taste the fruit inside You know I love it when you take your time You use no to say you know um as we sort of wrap up here that um it was just a pleasure speaking to you um everybody needs to go out there and stream mango juice because rose is a great artist she got some really good music and as you can see she's a fun loving person with many layers so that's someone that you should support and check her out i appreciate it she will hold the elevator door for you where we will not we will not That's the deciding factor. Wait, it depends on her mood. It does. And we are totally looking forward to your videos and those, her new videos will be out in May. So she will follow back up with us, you guys, and um, let us know exactly when it's gonna drop and we will let you know too. So um, yeah, I'm excited. So I'm looking forward to the new things that you create. So keep in touch with us. I definitely will. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been so much fun. I love the questions. I love the game. You guys' personalities, I love them. Everything all around, love it. (laughs) No, we we appreciate it. And we love talking to you too. And maybe you come back because we we have several more hosts. So maybe you come back with us when we got everybody. And, you know, we do a whole bunch of stuff. You know, uh, we got like food reviews and we have, um, we do a a segment every week called One Gotta Go where we sit and argue about a group of things and so you should come I back and play. I love having conversations so yeah I'm down for that for sure. Come, yeah so you're welcome in our little sandbox over here anytime you want to the door is wide open. Thank you I appreciate Now we do share in the sandbox like we do share the toys you know we don't hog everything you know so so it would it would be dope. Exactly. I love that. So yeah so definitely check out 
Mango Juice is available on all the streaming platforms, so that's Apple, Spotify, Deezer, just wherever you stream your music, or just Google Rose Thornberry, you'll find her. She's got a lot of great content for you. Absolutely. So Rose, like I said, again, thank you um, so much for the time. We enjoyed speaking to you, and we look forward to the next time. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Um, that will be on the 20th. So we're doing 90s theme and it's going to be a freak me theme, which is very interesting. That's um, so cool. Yes. I'm going to a 90s theme party on Saturday. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so dope. So it'll be too nice. Hey, like take your pictures. To let us know. Like we would love to post that. Yeah. So I got to come up with an outfit and everything, 16. Like I need cross color something. Mm -hmm. You got oh, something yeah. over there? You know you're older than me. So. Oh, God. You got so. <laughs> nah, I mean cross colors. Got it, I mean, you got anything in your closet? I need a jacket or something, like you know. Nah, you're acting like I just got a you know a cross colors shirt from 1993 just sitting up oh. in my closet. It's it's what we do, but um, again, got to put it out there. Mango juice, please go out and stream that. Rose would appreciate the support, and you'll be happy that you did it because the music is excellent. Thank you. Yes. Until next time. Bye, guys. I'm logging off. <laughs> <laughs> Wave to the camera. Bye. Catch y'all next time. All right.